Hello, friends. This is Candice with Autism One Media. Um, last week, we had a video floating around on YouTube uh, about a, a, a New York ICU doctor who said he felt that we were treating the wrong illness. He said, he said that uh, CV looked like high-altitude sickness. And um, he said they're treating the wrong thing. They've, um, so today my guest is Corey Hillis from emssoul.com. Good morning, Hill- Corey. Good morning. So what do you think about 5G taking our oxygen from our human body? Well, this, this doctor said that these uh, um, the treatment they're using isn't working. Correct. Um, so I'm I'm actually doing quite a bit of homework on this my my research. Um, even though I'm uh, really more of an expert, obviously at the 2G, 3G, 4G, all the EMF related uh, topics. This obviously. Uh, there's a lot of information on the internet right now connecting the possibilities of 5G to the coronavirus. So I'm getting myself massively involved. Um, I have a lot of opinions about this, um, but okay. So I think there's a few things. Are we talking about the coronavirus or 5G in particular? Which which kind of we're talking about that? 5G and how it relates to CV. So, um, I'll tell you, there's very interesting facts. So, first of all, Rohan is where the coronavirus began. That's the first city that was totally uh, equipped with 5G, uh, fully implemented. Um, China is the first country to fully implement 5G. So, in November 2019, China fully implemented 5G towers on the ground, okay? Um, In December... The first um, private company in China, privately owned, this is not public, this isn't, uh, this isn't the government, sent up their first 5G satellite. And that was the very end of December, uh, mid-end December. And they're in super low orbit, extremely strong, powerful. And so this has the 5G in the range of 30, uh, I believe it's 37, and it's up to 75 gigahertz or billions of waves per second. And so that's interesting timing because days after that happened, we have the coronavirus coming out of the exact city um, where the 5G was initially going and so forth. So that's a very interesting thing to note. Another and let interesting... me just say, Go ahead. I became very ill in December <clears throat> with a respiratory illness, flu-like symptoms, um, and then it came back. Would it be feasible, plausible? to have that satellite affect us here? Um, You know, we only know what they're going to advertise and and tell you. So um, these private companies are doing things, and they're not going to educate everybody on everything they're doing. So is it possible? It's possible. Is it probable? I I don't know. You know, I I can't say. I'm just – I'm looking at – I'm doing my homework, and I'm just raising questions. Uh, I'm not really making as many statements. there's another interesting fact that, um, you know, we arrested an American who was helping design um, man-made viruses and things like that in 
uh, in China and hundreds of yards I heard from where the uh, coronavirus started in Rohan, there's a facility, a bio facility to make these type of things. So there's a lot of smoking gun on the 5G side of things and on the bio side of things. So what the heck is going on? You know, I'm still doing my homework. There's a lot of videos out there that are just drawing a firm line in the sand and saying, this is happening. Um, most of those that I research, uh, there's some true things in the videos, and then there's some things that <clears throat> on a scientific level, as far as EMF radiation goes, is not true. So, um, you know, I, I will say that on the 5G, we, we've launched last year, uh, about a year ago, Till now, they have launched many thousands, or I should say we now have 2,000 satellites up in our skies, and all of these new ones are, you know, flying 5G down. The concern is, in the videos that you're, you're quoting and the videos that you've shown, 60 gigahertz is a specific frequency that affects oxygen. And the way that absor oxygen is, ab is absorbing this frequency on a massive uh, scale. So... Could this be posing a problem? Uh, I do believe, by the way, that there is a, a virus. I do believe there's a coronavirus. I don't believe that the virus is 5G, is the 5G, um, 60 gigahertz or whatever about 5G. I actually believe there is a virus. I believe they're, they're doing, um, <clears throat> there's a lot of symptoms that say it's looking like a virus. Anti-malarial drugs working. Uh, that, that doesn't really make sense if it was 5G as much. Um, there's, there's going to be a new test to test the antibodies, which are developed when you get uh, a, a virus like this. That wouldn't work if it was just 5G. So I, there's a lot of evidence suggesting yeah, this is an actual virus, okay? But how, if, how is 5G, if at all, affecting this coronavirus, in my opinion? I think there's a couple of possibilities. Either A, the 5G, uh, either A, the 5G, uh, I'm sorry, the coronavirus, the CV, sorry, is um, is man-made and it's on purpose. Or B, uh, the CV is not man-made um, and it's an accident, okay? Um, or it's man-made and an accident. So these are all possibilities. I, I don't have my finger pointed at one because there's evidence for all these to be true. But I will say that the bare minimum is that if you get a virus of any kind today, um, you're going to have a harder time getting over that with this gigantic increase in radiation that's now coming from not just the cell phone towers and your cell phone and your router, but now we're getting them high amounts from the satellites straight overhead. So you can be in the Rocky Mountains, like I've been telling people for a long time, it's coming. You are now getting hit right on top of your head and all over the place everywhere on planet Earth. 80% of the Earth's um, surface is going to be hit by these now 5G satellites and is getting hit by these 5G satellites from all over. Um, so the bare minimum that would happen is, see, radiation has been shown in studies. This is 2G, 3G, 4G stuff. Um, 5G just is a lot more the same problem. Radiation causes DNA damage and RNA damage, okay? There's plenty of studies out there to go look up, and that is a fact. Um, so if you imagine that your system is getting, uh, all day and night, you're having to repair this RNA or DNA damage, okay? And we, luckily, we, we're, we're good at repairing most of it. 
Well, what happens if a virus comes along, and what does the virus do? Candace, what does the virus our do? Immunity. It weakens what? our immunity. It damages RNA and DNA. That's exactly okay. what it does. It's made of RNA and DNA. It has a little key that gets inside of a cell, and then it starts stealing parts of your RNA and DNA, doing damage that way. This CV actually does um, RNA damage, not the DNA damage. Different viruses do, do one or the other. This one does RNA damage. So if you're already experiencing a stress on your body, preparing this damage 24-7, then you go and add a virus that does more of that. You're, you're overstressing the system. So if you're, immune, if you're compromised, if your liver isn't ena uh, enabled to make enough nucleotides and the building blocks to repair those things fast enough, then something that you have could get the better of you, whether it's coronavirus or whether it's influenza or whether it's anything, any kind of virus. Well, there you go. Now, Corey, so, direct us to the studies that you're looking at. I mean, after you're done here. But um, that way our listeners, our listeners um, are probably aware that we've done a series of six interviews with you explaining many things about um, CMS. So um, we can redirect them to those interviews where you do cite the science and, and um, give us a lot of information. Um. So the other aspect of this, yeah, I do have lots of videos out there and, uh, and audios, so people, please go out and listen to them. Um, this is just one of the problems. This is just one of the symptoms, I should say, coming out of this. But can I first, like, pause to say that this problem, I, I, sure, I still believe is, is fixable. Um, when I was in San Diego before moving out here uh, to the East Coast, um, we lived, unfortunately, they built a 5G cell tower 10 yards from the home I lived in, okay? Um, I was renting month to month. I woke up the next morning, and my wife and I just didn't feel good. We didn't know why. We had fixed, uh, well, we thought we fixed our house. We thought we had remediated our house and the EMS in it with uh, products that worked. And all of a sudden, we woke up and felt crummy, and we felt like we had the flu, but we didn't. We didn't know what the heck was going on. So I put... Um, another what's equivalent to a home harmonizer box on our house and both of our symptoms just went instantly away and we felt great and lived there for another couple of years before moving, knowing we could move any time and we kind of felt great. It tested good. We trusted it. So I do believe that this is a problem that um, is fixable. I actually think my ultimate goal would be to fix every tower and, and fix all these devices and have the companies themselves Put the put the right things in them so that we don't get hit the same way um, or hurt the same way by the stuff. Um, but that's the like ultimate goal. So I do want to first start by saying that that's really important. I'm not trying to necessarily ban cell phones and ban routers and ban the internet and ban all this stuff because we're already 4G is already horrible. Okay, if you don't remediate it, um, I would never use a cell phone if I didn't believe I could remediate the thing. I believe we can, so I use one. So anyway, the, the other, you, you talked about articles um, and, and things. If I just don't know enough information about the 60 gigahertz uh, problem. 60 gigahertz is absorbed by oxygen, and what that means is that 
uh, oxygen uh, basically becomes like a, a free radical, okay? Um, if you listen to previous um, webinars I've done and things, I've been saying that EMFs cause a, a functional cell related to the voltage-gated calcium channel that opens and lets double ion calciums in, and all of a sudden you have a free radical problem in the cell, and the free radicals are leading to the DNA damage, and that's kind of the process. So you're, you're, if you do a free radical problem on oxygen, potentially, is that happening from these satellites? Is it strong enough to actually make free radicals on oxygen here that we're breathing in? Just don't know if it is. Um, I fortunately have relatives that are genius IQs that work with EMFs, that build space stuff and you name it, um, and they uh, they don't think it is. But I'm just saying, I'm just I don't I'm not making a statement one way or another. Um, but <clears throat> it's very interesting that 60 gigahertz does get absorbed by oxygen, could potentially create free radicals in oxygen. And how might that, and I don't know, how might that affect the hemoglobin grabbing the oxygen and, and putting it into your body and delivering it to everything? Maybe, you know, there's something there. Maybe there's not. I don't know. But I'm definitely, you know, uh, would love to find out. Um, the other thing that's very interesting to me is um, anemia. If you look at the... Um, Symptoms of anemia, you're going to find, well, the symptoms of anemia tend to be uh, fatigue, weakness, shortness of breath, a higher heart rate and heart rate problems, headaches. Um, it sounds a, a lot like and being, being pale in your skin, lower blood pressure. These are all the things that sound a lot like what that doctor you said was referring to. And I've heard a lot of people t telling stories like that doctor did, by the way. This is not the first time I've heard it. It's all over the internet. Um, isn't it interesting that that, that those symptoms are the same. And what anemia is, is low iron. When you have low iron, then you can't transport that oxygen with your hemoglobin well enough to your body. So that's just another area that I hope some researchers out there are checking. This whole process, is it related to oxygen? Is it related to iron levels? You know, if you already have lower iron levels, are you more susceptible to having problems if you get the CV? There's a lot of questions that I'm looking into, um, and I hope other people do, that are, you know, medical doctors or researchers that are, that are uh, above my pay grade in those ways. Well, I wonder if we could find a scientist that would come on and talk to you and I in an interview. That'd be awesome. And uh, we could go over some more of this and how it affects the oxygen throughout the body. Yeah, but I what, what I do know is the minimum is... Um, all this radiation is weakening your immune system, is causing DNA and RNA damage, is doing all the things that, that thousands of studies. I mean, I heard the military has over 10,000 studies, and the public has over 10,000 studies proving all this stuff. This is not new. This isn't hidden information. It's out there. You know, the bioinitiative, which I've told you, you on your shows before, bioinitiative.org forward slash conclusions. Um, if you just go there, there's 1,800 studies summarized on EMF and, and all the things they're doing to people. You don't need to do much homework on this. So knowing that it's doing all these things and then you introduce a virus and the more EMF exposure and radiation we're getting from this stuff and then you introduce a virus and it could be in the future a bacteria or anything, you're going to be more immune compromised. You know, 
CV is not going to kill half the population. It's not the Black Plague. You know, it's messing with a very small percent of the population. Um, and it's attacking the, the you know, the immune compromised, the elderly. And what happens with the elderly? How many elderly have a, a, a anemia more often? That's a common right. thing as you get older. And I just so, did an interview with Dr. Sanaf, and she uh, educated us on how uh, glyphosate uh, accumulates in the lungs. So people, people in areas with biofuels and people who use tobacco, these are all Roundup-ready products, um, GMO. So that's another piece. So I thought I'd bring you in and see what you thought. Yeah, well, I think that um, it's more important than ever to take this seriously. And if you think you have a solution to um, to remediate this radiation problem at at the non-ionic levels, that I'm 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 going to tell you some a lot of physicists still think is totally harmless. If you believe that this is important, uh, you can remediate it. You don't have to worry about it. Um, I will tell you. Straight up, if we get physicists on your program, nine out of ten of them, if not way more than that, will tell you that this radiation can't hurt people. And that's one of the problems here because the the science doesn't add up. The well, It does add up, by the way. But the EMF likely does not directly hurt people. And that's hard for people to wrap their heads around. So the physicists are not scared of it because it doesn't directly hurt you. At least the laws of physics says there's no way that this radiation can directly damage DNA or RNA, for instance. Um, but it's happening. And now if you listen to our previous lectures, you understand this process is irritating a little sensor on your cells, the voltage-gated calcium channel sensor, which is letting in too much double ion calcium, too many free radicals, nitric oxide increase, and DNA damage all happening, says Dr. Martin Paul and, so, and others. Um, if that's going on, and here's another problem, there's a lot of VGCCs in your heart, your lungs, your brain, and your uh, organ and gland, uh, your, your gland-making organs, so your hormone-making hormone uh, organs. So it's not a surprise that you might also be stressed because when the voltage-gated calcium channel problem happens, which has been shown that EMFs at all of these levels are causing, when that happens more in certain areas of your body, you're more prone to being weak in that area of your body. And then you introduce a virus that's good at attacking that area of your body, and boom, you have a bigger problem. So that also makes sense, and that's very proven with science. So those are the couple of things I do know with the voltage-gated calcium channel problem, the DNA damage, and so forth. I can be confident of those. Some of these other theories, I, I just, I'm still looking into. Hey, tell us the name of your favorite scientist. Um, well, I got a bunch, but Barry Trower, B-E-R-R-I-E-T-R-O-W-E-R. Um, one reason he's my favorite is because he's sounding the alarm and he's, a retired physicist and um, and at the Navy and Secret Service in Britain, he's his part of his job is to use EMFs as weapons, 
and I encourage people to Google so they take this seriously. I like him because he makes people take it seriously with facts and science and physics, and he and explains it um, from what he knows and his, his vantage point. Um, Google his name, Barry Traveler, and Wi-Fi and schools. There's a five-minute video on YouTube, rather, not, not Google, but on YouTube that um, should scare you straight. Okay. So we really like our listeners to be directed to, to more information and to arm themselves. Um, so if you want remediation, you can go to emfsoul.com, and Corey will help you um, to proof your home. So we can, we can block these EMFs from our bodies and from our children. Well, we'll say, just to be totally clear, we're not blocking the EMFs because the EMF itself hasn't been shown to be the harm. It's the way it affects the environment with subatomic chaos, we call it, and we address that chaos, so we are not blocking necessarily. Okay. And just to FYI, too, people running out to get the paint and uh, things to protect your windows, um, I've read um, that that does not block 5G, so that's just one problem. And then if you painted all your walls, your radiation might not come in, at least the 4G, but then none of the radiation in would get out, and you don't want that because now it's trapped in there. It doesn't just dissipate. It just hangs out forever. Well, like your microwave oven, when you turn it on, the reason it heats your food is it shakes and it vibrates your molecules very violently, so that creates a thermal effect. Well, if you take the walls off of a microwave oven and let the radiation escape, your food would not be heating up. But the fact that you keep the walls on it, allowing the photons to bounce off the walls back and forth, creating more and more particles to smash into each other, that's the chaos we're trying to avoid. And you don't want to put, wall, like, paint all your walls on your house and, and make that same microwave oven situation in your house. I understand. Yep. All right, Corey. Um, besides Barry Trower, are, are there any other resources? Of course, our website has these on there, but Dr. Martin Paul, P-A-L-L, um, in Washington State University. This is real scientists that gain nothing off of sounding alarms and pointing things out. He discovered that EMFs at all these different frequencies are affecting us biologically, and he found the mechanism to be this, this very sensitive sensor on every cell in your body, and as I stated, more of them in certain areas of your body, the voltage-gated calcium channel sensor. And I would listen to him because he talks about links, uh, possible links of this to various different health conditions and concerns out there. And um, when you look at the voltage-gated calcium channel sensor problem, it tends to, and even in this virus time we're in, it tends to ex like logically explain why people are getting all these different symptoms. I don't think there's one symptom that you can't explain through that problem. Okay. Because he's Corey, definitely worth researching and looking up and watching. He's got lots of YouTube videos, too. That's P-A-L-L, -L, Martin Paul? Yes. And we can go to emfsol.com, like emfsolutions.com, and we can find these studies. Yes, yeah, emfsoul.com. EMF Soul. 
Yeah, and the company's called EMF Solutions. The uh, EMFSolutions.com was taken by somebody who doesn't even do what we do, so couldn't take that one. (laughs) All right. Well, any last words, Corey? Um, Yeah, you know, I'm looking into other possibilities. I really, I really, truly, I'm confident that this voltage-gated calcium channel. mechanism is how radiation at lower non-ionizing radiation levels is affecting us. Um, I will say I'm not as worried about the 60 gigahertz as most people. Um, I'm still researching it because you, I don't know what I don't know. And it's all new to a lot of people, to be honest with you. But at two and a half gigahertz, which is the frequency that your microwave oven and your router and your phone and your laptop operate at, 2.45 to 2.5 gigahertz, Guess what is absorbed um, or, or causing to violently vibrate um, at that frequency, causing chaos in water or water with a little plasma in it, which is like your food or your human body. So we've already exposed ourselves to a frequency that messes really badly with water. Um, and I totally have faith that our products um, are addressing that really well, and I'm not concerned about that. So if this is also affecting like 60 gigahertz is another frequency that's affecting the oxygen molecules, um, I'm hopeful that we're also going to be good there too. And I'm uh, certainly researching as much as I can to make sure that, uh, you know, I know as much about that as I can if there's something new going on or not. Corey, I have one more question. Sure. With all these satellites, maybe it doesn't make any difference, but um, how many cities in the United States have we got these towers in now, the 5G towers? Well, Is it really prevalent? Is it just oh, New yeah. York and L.A.? I mean, where no, is no, no, Chicago? All, over. all the way through the country, the Midwest, the East Coast, the West Coast, they're all over. They're all over. Um, most of the major cities and um, a bunch of smaller cities, some of which you would think are the last to get it, are, are really the first. So they're all over the country already. Um, and they may not be fully implemented. Um, even San Diego, when I left, there was four within a block and a half of me. Um, they weren't everywhere in San Diego. There were, you know, when I left, it might have been half of San Diego or so was covered. They tend to go into the wealthier neighborhoods first um, or the easier spots that have telephone poles they can put them up on first. But they're not everywhere. Um, but they're definitely blanketed across the country. Um, I will say there's neat things that if 5G, let's say 5G hypothetically is totally safe for everybody. That's a neat world we could create um, where you don't have to necessarily have a phone. You could just talk out loud and there's sensors all over the place and you just go, hey, give me an Uber. And Uber comes to you. You know, there's, that's like some of the, the things the, that they're planning or a doctor operating on somebody in New York, but the person's in Los Angeles and it's perfect precision operating at, remotely. Like there's a lot of neat things that if we can make this safe, this, yeah, would be a, this would could be a be positive crazy. thing for <laughs> us too. It could be a total violation of privacy. We have to go watch out where we go with our technology. It could, but we already have that. Like they That's already true. have the ability to, to monitor every Wi-Fi electronic device in your house, just about like your phone, your Alexa, your Google Home, all these things. 
Yeah, yeah. Anybody that wants to can spy uh, on almost anything you do. One morning, it was a Saturday morning, and my phone started taking pictures. And I wasn't even touching my phone. I know, huh? All right, Corey. I'll see you at Autism One. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Be well. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.